on this week's episode of the Have Forum, we will be talking about the three-game road trip, which did not end too well, but four out of six points. Can't be mad at that. Then uh, there's a home game, away game, home game coming up, including a game against Boston. Those are always great. We're going to talk about the Rocket. Uh, we went to the game again on Friday. Caden Primo might be the best goaltender of all time. Uh, we've got prospects to talk about, like Cole Caulfield, the best goal scorer of all time. And unfortunately, who some people say I am too in love with, the great Kutkinyemi is, is hurt, but it means Paling is called up so we get to see him play. That's true. So it's kind of kind of bittersweet, I guess. You yeah, could say. I mean, it sucks for him for for Kutkinyemi, but uh, I mean, we'll we'll get to that uh, eventually. Uh, we're we're it's, it's it's it is exciting for Paling though. First game against Toronto, second game against Boston. Definitely, he, he's getting the rivalries out of the way. All right, so let's get started with the uh, the the first game. So they started off with back to back against uh, uh, Arizona and um, and the Golden Knights and won both games. Arizona game was much more uh, kind of a kind of dominant win, if you want. You know, four one win. And what's interesting here is that. We talked about it. We weren't sure who was gonna, which like Price or Kincaid was gonna play which game. We knew they were gonna mm-hmm. split it. He goes with Price in the first game. Do you think that was the right move? Would you, would you made this the same move? Well, I mean, obviously in retrospect, I mean <laughs> it was the right move. It worked out pretty well I mean, for them. We kind of beat the Golden Knights despite Kincaid, though. That's true. That is true. Right. Yeah, Kincaid obviously didn't have a very good game against Vegas, but um, well, I mean that's that's what I was expecting. I was expecting him to put Price in the first game, even though. It would. It was on paper the easier game. Obviously, Arizona. But like I talked about last week, it's not like Arizona's like a a walk in the park trash, terrible team so far this year, right? So you couldn't just take him that lightly either. No, no. But I'd still go with the go with our number one goalie for the first game. Uh, you know, the Golden Knight. Obviously, you're playing at least on paper the better team in the second night. Canadians are going to be. Probably a little bit more tired going into the second game, yeah. so I think it may. I think I definitely agree with what he did. So you're you're more of the idea take the guaranteed two points, uh, like quote unquote guaranteed. Like obviously nothing's guaranteed, but you'd rather get the higher percentage of getting two points versus risking it to potentially get four. I know they ended up getting four anyway, mm-hmm. but that that's basically the argument there with that strategy. Yeah, well, I think I think just normally you just go with your number one goalie f- first. For the first the game, back, sure. yeah. I, I don't know. I, th- I think that's the way you do it. I mean, it depends. I'm pretty sure like they've they've had Friday Saturday games, for example, where Saturday is against the Leafs. That you're always going to see Price in the second game. Well, like, yeah, it's I mean, not it always makes like sense. that. Yeah, if they're playing like the Leafs or, or Boston, yeah. I think that would make sense. But if you're playing just like two like any other two teams, I think most most of the time you're going to and I think it's it's like that for most NHL teams. Yeah, you're going to see them play the first goalie or the number one goalie in the first night. And then the backup goalie has to deal with the tired team in front of him. And it's not to say that Price didn't make a difference against Arizona. I mean, it was a 4-1 game, uh, which looks pretty decisive, but he made a lot of saves in that game. And they, they it was only one nothing after the first. I mean, he, I mean Gallagher scored 22 seconds in, which is obviously always going to help. And then Shea Weber scored 24 seconds in. Then, I forgot about this, Nick Cousins scores a minute and 17 seconds to the third. So it was uh, kind of three quick goals to start a period, which is... Uh, uh, that's not if you're Arizona. That's unacceptable to have you to have the other team do those quick goals there. But it's, mm-hmm. Price still had to make 32 of uh, 33 saves, so it's not like it was an easy game uh, for him either. Mm-hmm. So who knows if we do play Kincaid in the first game? Maybe we don't. End maybe up they beating. lose. Maybe they lose. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, but definitely Price. I mean, uh, you know, sort of an underrated game. Obviously, I mean, the Canadians played a great game there, but he definitely had to make quite a few saves, especially early on. So I mean, 
definitely deserves a lot of credit in that one. And how about Gallagher scoring 22 seconds? And like, how many times have we seen him do that? That's true. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's always ready to go. I think at this point, there was like one or two games they were saying that the Gallagher, Tatar, Danu line didn't start the game. Hmm. They just haven't started every game. It's the perfect line to start the game. There you go. They, Especially they, Gallagher. Pu- exact Gallagher, offensive punch, but they're responsible defensively too. Especially on the road. Yeah, no, definitely they're they're on a roll. I mean, uh, well, especially Gallagher. I mean, picking up where he left off last yeah. season. Um, you know, I mean, can he get? Uh, looks like he's gonna get thirty goals again this season. I mean, I remember last year you you scoffed at the idea of him getting thirty <laughs> goals two years in a row. Now he's at he, he, he's at seven goals if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, seven Wait, goals. Who scored against Dallas? Oh, Lekkonen. Yeah, yeah. I was I wasn't really paying attention to the game at that point. I'm gonna be very honest, but. Uh, but yeah, so like moving to the to the Golden Knights game, which was the, the much more exciting game. Now that game, mm-hmm. another crazy comeback for the Canadians. Like we saw a lot of those uh, last year. You, you don't want it to get to that, unfortunately. Some bad goal, like the the Carlson goal is fine, whatever. Uh, but the Alex Tuck goal to end the the first period that that yeah. was. Well, the second and third goals were were yeah. definitely not not too good. Not the kind of goal, especially the third one, like you said, the Alex Tuckle. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, when when you're especially when you're playing a good team like that on the road in a different time zone, a team that's historically very good on the um, at home. You can't have your back. At, well, historically, they've been around for, for two and a half years. Still historic. And, and like the allowing a goal like that in the last thirty seconds of, of the first, when they had a good period, they were going to come out of it tied at one. Second day of a back to back in a tough place to play. That would have been good, but then after he let that in, I was not feeling good about the game at all. No, no. came out stronger though in the in the, in the second. Dehoy with that beautiful goal with the help of uh, McNabb from uh, from the Golden Knights, who helped us twice in this game, which is very very nice of him. He's a good guy. Maybe Bergevin should go get him. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe. Yeah, he scores more for us than does uh, for Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, when they're up, then that and then so so Dwayne ties it. Then they're up four two in the third. With like less than seven minutes left, and Petrie does an amazing play. I know the Tatar goal is is unassisted, but he did an amazing play to keep the puck in the zone uh, on the power play. And then he had the beautiful pass on in overtime uh, yeah. to to Max Domi. So so Petrie really uh, has a huge stamp on this on this victory at at, at the end of the game there. Yeah, I mean it's some some of the times it's it's a subtle plays too. Like you said, he didn't get a point on the Tatar goal, mm-hmm. but. I mean, he even when it doesn't show up on the score sheet, I mean, he is consistently one of, if not the best Montreal Canadian this season. I mean, he's the best defenseman. Oh, oh yeah. I don't think there's any, uh, any, any doubts uh, there. I think at this point in Shea Weber's career, it's just the, the, the reality that he's maybe not an elite number one anymore. Still a very solid mm-hmm. defenseman. Yeah, wrong. definitely very solid. I mean, he's not he's not having a bad season yeah. by any stretch, but, but definitely. I mean, Petrie has definitely proved, I mean, even over the last two seasons, that yeah. he's... He is the best Montreal Canadiens. I mean, the best player. thing to happen to Petrie's career might have been Shea Weber going down, because I it's it's almost like he was put in that situation too quickly in Edmonton, mm-hmm. and where the rest of the team was kind of terrible yeah. defensively, and he, and then they just gave him to us for some reason. Thank you very much, Edmonton. <laughs> and then he got some time here to play more as a number two, three defenseman. Then then uh, Weber goes down, and he just he's been killing it since he's. If if Petrie would go, were to go, Petrie and Gallagher are the two. I mean, Dwayne's obviously been great this year, but like, those are the two guys that like if they go, obviously Price with the way yeah, Kincaid's playing. But but like, if you're talking about players specifically, because like Gallagher gets a tying goal and not a beautiful goal, like, and that, that's the other goal that went on McNabb, but a classic Gallagher just crashing the net. You know, that's what that's what that's the goals he scores too. Mm-hmm. It's like he he's not one of those players that pads his stats and empty net goals and all. It's like every goal he scores. 
is a super important, crucial yeah, game time goal. The first first goal, goal you know, game winning goals and stuff like that. It's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's a beast. I mean, he's been doing it now for. I mean, consistently he scored thirty goals the last two seasons. Looks like he's going to do it again. I mean, what a steal! Another steal by I, Trevor I mean, Timmons. I mean, I, I, Gallagher's. A, I mean, we're not we're not like breaking news here, obviously, no. but uh, I just never get sick of watching him. I mean, he does it all. He can score score the goal. You know, he score the garbage goals. He can yeah. score you know, the the nice shot, the one timer. He yeah. can do it all. And then, uh, of course, the OT goal by by Max Domi kind of trickled by uh, Flurry, but it was what a beautiful play by Petrie there. I mean, we, I, yeah. we just talked about it quickly, but amazing pass, and it almost if you looking at it quickly at, at like live, it's almost like he he was dumping it in the corner, but he knew exactly where he was sending yeah. that play. No, definitely. I mean, yeah, he's uh, he he had a great game. I mean, he 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 too is keeping it up, uh, picking up right where he left off off last season. So then, what is, what do we do though with? Because the bad news here is Kincaid is looking like Antiniemi out there. <laughs> well, I think he's still doing better than Antiniemi. Is but, he? Well, like statistically, he's not. Well, how many games? Uh, he's played only two games now. Oh, no, three. Three games. And he <laughs> is uh, four point three six goals against average. That's pretty bad. Not very good. That's very good. similar to your numbers, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and eight seven nine save percentage. Also not the best. Also not very good. Also not the best. I mean, I don't know. I think. I mean, he he is he's. I still think he's a pretty solid goaltender. I mean, he showed last season and even over the last two three seasons in New Jersey that he's he can definitely do the job. Obviously not off to an ideal start here with the mm-hmm. Montreal Canadiens and through his first three games with the Habs, but I definitely think he can turn it around. I hope so, but because that was a that's a big reason why. I mean, I'm glad he got this first win out of the way. I mean, regardless of how the win happens, and uh, even though he let in some bad goals, he also made one crazy save on 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 Mark Stone. So he 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 did have some moments, and before he let in that bad goal at the end of the first, he was having a solid yeah. first period despite letting in one goal. So. I mean, I'm not ready to give up on him either, but it's like, it's got to get better than this. No, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, the Canadians, I mean, that's that's a big reason why they missed the playoffs last season was Absolutely. backup goaltending. And that's why they went out and got Keith Kincaid, who I thought was one of the better backup goaltenders on the market. Yeah. And unfortunately, through three games, he hasn't been able to to carry uh, his end of the bargain, but... And then, but then, and then you're going to end up with Price playing way too many games once yeah. again. Yeah, it's definitely a concern as well. But uh, no, I, I definitely think he can turn it around. I think he will. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully that's true. I mean, he'll he'll get his opportunities, but uh, I mean, it's definitely not Lingren that's gonna come save the day. And Primo has been amazing, but you don't want to you want to give him a full year in no, exactly. the AHL being a starter. You yeah. Know? yeah, he's 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 doing an amazing job. I mean, one of the best uh, goalies in the AHL so far this year. At only twenty years old, and uh, yeah, I mean, he right now he's splitting games. He's Playing every second game, lingering. Lingering actually hasn't. The last couple of games has been pretty decent. Uh, I still don't think he's. In but that's the thing. Dude, there's but... no option outside of no. uh, outside of Kincaid for if, if we're if we're saying that we don't want Primo to be rushed mm-hmm. no, to, exactly. just to back up Price. So Kincaid's got to figure it out, or else because it's that was the one thing I thought like okay we didn't find our left defenseman. Mm-hmm. I mean they they got Sherrod, he's fine, but he's not like the guy we really needed. And I thought, okay, but but that the other big weakness is back with goaltending, and I thought it was addressed, but uh, it's it's not. No, well, I'm definitely not ready to uh, to throw in the towel just yet on him. I mean, uh, you know, I th- I think he he definitely proved last season he's he's a decent NHL goaltender, and uh, I think he'll turn it around. 
I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But anyways, moving on. They, they lost against Dallas, which was not a great game. I mean, that Terrible was just... Game. Uh, I mean, third game. I think Dallas was on the second day of a back-to-back, so you, you don't want to use that too much as an excuse, but it's the third game on the road. I mean... Yeah. After an emotional uh, comeback win against uh, against the Golden Knights, they might have partied a little too hard after. Maybe. You know, they're in <laughs> Vegas, get a crazy win. It was Halloween, you know. Yeah. I know I <laughs> would have partied. for disaster. Yeah, for I would have sure. partied for sure. <laughs> for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely was a dip- disappointing performance after two really great games. I mean, Arizona and, La- and Las Vegas. Um but I mean, you know, it's, it was a third game in four nights, three games on the road in another time zone. And the key to that game it was the re- return of the not so great power play. They scored two power play yeah. goals. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. And I mean, it's not that the power the the, the 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 PK had gotten much better. They just weren't taking that many penalties. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the PK is still not looking great. It's got to get better. Can't get any worse. So yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully they can turn that around. But um, but definitely again, the third game was pretty disappointing. But I mean, like we mentioned, we talked last week that we were hoping to get maybe three points in the three games. They ended up getting four. Absolutely. So looking at it that way, it was it was definitely a successful road trip. It's always unfortunate when it ends on more of a uh, more of a, of a sour yeah. note. Um, but I mean, Radulov scored, which was the most predictable thing ever. Like you know, he's going to score against the Canadians. Yeah. That's the way he plays the game. A lot of fans are mad at him though about a hit he. Uh, he well not it was a hit he was like cross checking I think it was Sherratt in the corner and I was like I don't know I still like Radulov <laughs> he's a good guy well, he's a good player but but yeah I mean it's it's nothing I would be too worried about I mean I just it was a rough game but uh, I, you're gonna have games like that there's there's games you look at them on the schedule and before regardless of who they're playing against before anything has happened in the season you're like okay that's not looking like a you know third game yeah. in four nights on the road. Most teams don't perform that well. It was against a team that had a lot to prove too. I mean, they got well. They're on the upswing. They yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, they were off to a really bad, uh, off to a really bad start, and they're sort of putting it back together. So, I mean, it can't be that too, uh, you know, too surprised at uh, at the outcome. But I mean, they got a big week coming up now, especially with a game tomorrow night against Boston. Now that is Boston's been amazing this year so far. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, they ten one and two. So far, but regardless, over the years, it more even than Toronto, if you ask me, Boston has been the team where it doesn't matter how good Boston is, doesn't matter how good the Canadians are, it's going to be a good game. No, for sure. For it's sure. it's, it's going to be a good game, but man, Boston are out to crazy start. Marshawn is doing amazing. Yeah, that first line is... Yeah. is- Destroying it, so like, it's, like every year, they're game. like the the, the yeah. best first line in in the league. They're, they're like they're like Dano Tatar and Gallagher on steroids, basically, <laughs> right? They Pretty they much. have the same kind of like defensive kind of like coverage mm-hmm. and all that, but except they're like they're just like they're, they're, their scoring is, is elite. Belgian's an elite the, the the defensive center. It's uh, it's a tough matchup, but man, we can always take Boston, especially at the Bell Center. I'm excited for that game yeah. and the return of Ryan Paling. That's true. I'm very I mean, hopefully he can keep up his goals per game. I mean, I would assume streak. at the very yeah. least. At the very least, like maybe not a shootout goal. But, but you know, at least a hatchery. At least a hatchery. At least a hatchery. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that's too much to ask for so in either. the second I mean, game. I mean, I know he hasn't been scoring much in Laval, but the thing is, is that he's too good for Laval. Well, that's actually what what a lot of people have been saying is that, and Dale Weiss had, had talked about it today, that saying that the AHL is harder to play, that, play in than the NHL. Just 
and I mean, the reason that he says that is that the players that you're playing with aren't necessarily always in the right spot. You know, in the AHL, aren't necessarily yeah. always in the right spot. I, I've heard that before too. I was obviously joking about him being too yeah. good for the uh, for the AHL, but yeah, I've heard that other players say that too. Well, not just that, but there's more hooking. It's more. A lot, yeah. It's a lot of the fringe NHLers that they know that their way to make the NHL would yeah. be to be a good defensive forward. So that's what they're they're showing, right? So it makes sense for less offense to to be at the AHL level. So I'm not too worried about how he's going to perform. Uh, no, no, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, he's he. I think he's going to be on the same line as uh, as Kukinami was on. Yeah. So playing with uh, playing with Byron and Lekkinen. So the black hole of the Montreal so, Canadiens. I mean, if Paling can turn that line around. But Suzuki played with them, right? But because Kukinami's missed a couple of games, mm-hmm. and I mean, Lekkinen did end up scoring, but I mean, it was basically garbage time. Um, but uh, Suzuki's lo- looked really good at center. I mean, he, yeah. first game he won a lot of faceoffs. Second games, uh, second game not so much. Um, I'm, I'm totally fine with Suzuki being back with Thompson. I mean, a lot of reports of Thompson kind of taking him under his wing and all that. But I'm glad he got a couple games mm-hmm. to show what he can do at center. I thought coming into the year that he was as good as he may be at center. He was destined to be a winger in the NHL, but I don't know anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely that was the consensus at the beginning of the season. I still think that that's going to be the case. But I mean, he definitely he's looked good at center. No, he, he has. And as much as I love Kutkiniemi, he's been looking better at the faceoff circle too. No, that's true. Because that's been one of uh, Kutkiniemi's big issues so far. But it's, I don't know. It's going to be hard to hard to to, to put Kutkiniemi on the wing or even send him. In my opinion, send him to Laval. That would be a tough. Uh, but see, now if Paling comes out and has a couple of really strong games, yeah. That's that's the thing that's going to be tough. I and mean, there's some the, conspiracy theories theorists that <laughs> think that Kutinami might not even be that hurt. I mean, I don't know about that. Because you mean, know, you know, you know that if he just was a healthy scratch and they're calling up Paling, yeah, then no, there would sure. be so much drama. There would be so much drama. I mean, there, there already is drama. Exactly. There's already <laughs> people saying yeah, he's not actually injured, right? So, I mean, I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think that maybe his injury is not that serious, and they're being extra, like, cautious with it. Yeah. You know, yeah, because they figure sense. it's almost a good opportunity for them, and they're telling him to take his time with him. But if if Palin comes in and performs like we've seen him have the potential to perform, he definitely by a lot of people's more classical views of what a third line center is, mainly Claude Julien, Ryan Paling may fit that bill a lot more than Kutkiniemi. Yeah, well, yeah, Paling is definitely a two, sort of a two line or a two way kind of guy, uh, more so definitely than Kutkiniemi. Um, so this does kind of touch into uh, one of the questions that we got online. Uh, so on Twitter, so we got our listener Kaylee McLean from Halifax. What are the chances that Paling stays up with a big club long term, and whose spot does he take? I mean, do you think he takes Kekiniemi's spot if he does prove that he can that he deserves to be with the team? The thing is, is that nothing else makes sense unless they decide to move Domi to the wing. That's the only other possibility. Yeah. Thompson's not going anywhere. No, there's always potential of injuries, but if we're talking in a situation where everyone's staying healthy, I mean, ideally, if Domi could. Could be good at, on the wing. That'd be, be the best case scenario because the the two the two obvious kind of sore spots on the team have been on the wing. Mm-hmm. It's been Byron and it's been uh, Lekkinen. Lekkinen. So I wouldn't mind either of them seeing some time in the press box. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the thing is, is who is like? How do we have a glut at center now? How did this <laughs> happen? 
it's it, true. It's crazy. That's and that's the main reason why Suzuki might not see his. So I don't know. Paling might come in and and just play a way where we can't send him down. If they're not ready to put Domi on the wing, I they might send Kudkiniemi down for like a conditioning stint yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think I think that might end up being <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, maybe just send him down for a couple of weeks. It can't be permanent for sure. I mean, I'm, no. I'm very curious to see how he's he he'll react to it. Yeah, it, it will be interesting for sure. Um, I mean, hopefully he takes it the right way. But um, yeah, I mean that, that does seem to be probably the only thing that makes sense at this point. Because I mean, you wouldn't want to see Paling and Kukinami like switching back and forth no. like in the press box. So it um, yeah, I mean it's probably going to be Kukinami, and then you know maybe he does get sent down for maybe two or three weeks after he does come back from the injury. And then, then it's going to be interesting after that to see what they do. Because I, 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 the only other salute, like I said, Thompson's not moving from the fourth line center spot. He's staying there. Uh, Dano is obviously staying. Got it. So, like moving down into the wing might be worth worth a shot just to see how it goes, you know. But then mm-hmm. would the line be like Dwayne, Kutkinyemi, and and Domi? Would that be the idea? That'd be an interesting line. I mean, I, I I'd love to see. <laughs> yeah, that. I'd love I, to I, see that. I, I, sure. I definitely love to see that. Because uh, the thing is, Domi's is, is, is has been good this year, but he hasn't kind of like lit the world on fire. Like his stats are good and everything, but I feel like I'm not noticing him as much yeah. as he scored the OT goal. And like Dwayne moved to his line, and Dwayne Army is still looking great, but it's it's Dwayne Army looking great. Yeah, like I definitely don't notice Domi as much, so it might not be the worst thing to try him out on the wing. Yeah, I mean, I think if Paling really does set. Like, if he scores a hat-trick tomorrow, <laughs> I think then... Probably then, not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. But I think, you know, at that point, if he does really, like, force their hand, then, you know, maybe it might be worth a shot, like, for two or three games, see what happens. Because yeah. if Domi does work on the wing, mm-hmm. then and then the the team is start, starting to shape up real nicely on offense, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely... If Domi can, uh, can, can keep up, like, the same pace on the wing... And definitely that uh, opens up a lot more possibilities too. So then, obviously, now what we're saying, if that were to happen, is that it's it's more or less Byron and Lekkinen who are the Ottawa's. And I want to talk about because like Lekkinen last year and this year is more of the same. Like yeah, I don't know what it is with him. He seems to be the most unlucky person of all time. Like he got a goal finally against Dallas in garbage time, but like he gets his opportunities. It doesn't seem to want to go in. Byron. And I actually, I had forgot about this, but people were pointing it out on Twitter. It seems to be since that fight last year that he just has that stupid, stupid fight yep. with, what was his name, Mike Weaver? Was it Mike? No, not Mike Weaver. That's no, a former uh, yeah, it's, it's something Uyghur. Uyghur, yeah, exactly. A guy that's like, like he was like 50 pounds heavier than than, yeah. than Byron. and Even more than that. And, and he, he just destroyed Byron. Byron looked completely lost afterwards. And he just, we know now how serious brain injuries can affect players' careers. Yep. Like, is that what we're talking about here? Because he, 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 he looks, he's invisible out there. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he definitely doesn't look like the same player. I mean, maybe he's dealing with something else. Maybe, you know, he has a, you know, a, a groin pull or who knows, some, some sort of muscle injury that's, that's slowing him down. But he definitely doesn't seem like the same player, at least this season. For sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, uh, last year we, we we saw barely any of him after that fight. I I, I remember he he was hurt uh, and I, I, did he play at all after? I can't I can't remember. I, I'd have to, to to look it up. But it's just he could that could be a big reason because he was one of the, our biggest uh, penalty kill specialists mm-hmm. last year too. 
and always getting chances. Like it, just the speed, breakaway speed isn't there. Like he was comparable speed wise to anyone in the league. Yeah, no, oh, definitely. And it's just not there. And I don't think it's just he fell off a cliff because of like age or anything like that. I mean, the in, nothing else makes sense. It's just it's I'm I'm thinking it has to be that injury. It could be that. I mean, which would be so horrible. Yeah, no, I know it's something something so stupid. I mean, hopefully it's not that. You know, hopefully whatever whatever he is dealing with. I mean, assuming that he is dealing with an injury, hopefully he'll be able to shake it off. But uh, yeah, it's not not off to a good start so I mean, far. It's not just not not off to a good start. He's he's doing nothing out there. Like he's he's just he's like he's not providing anything. He's not providing that. Sp- Last year, I would notice it would be so noticeable a game where Byron is playing and Byron is not playing because he's had injury issues in the past. But he, when he wouldn't be there, it would feel like something's missing. And then the games he's playing, you, you get that extra speed from him. And he, there's always always be one or two like times during the game where he'd have like a a breakaway or a chance is created by his speed. And I have I don't remember seeing that at all this year. No, no, definitely. I mean, uh, I mean, I think that that's a big reason why the PK was so successful last year was just you know you, the the other team always had to have in their back of their mind, Byron could you know just yeah go out on a breakaway and score on them at any point basically, but yeah, you definitely haven't seen that explosiveness from him. I mean, it's, he's basically invisible every every game. Yeah, every single game, and so so I don't know. So like so that's why part of me is is if it does work out, he might be the one that they should sit for a bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there have been trade rumors for Byron. I mean, I think if you can get a decent return for him, uh, it might be time to pull the trigger. But, like, if we're just going to get picks for him, I don't see the point. It's the classic situation of, like, are are we going to try and move the guy at his worst value? Well, I mean, maybe move him now before his value gets any worse, right? So... But I mean, it's the same time. I mean, I think you have, you know, you have other guys like Cousins and Wheel, and uh, I mean Nate Thompson. Cousins has looked great. You know, I mean, so so guys that can basically do. I mean, maybe not exactly the same thing that Byron does, but but very serviceable third, fourth line guys. But he's sure. been he's been a consistent twenty goal scorer for the Canadians for the last three years. He's got twenty two and eighty one games, twenty and eighty two games, and then fifteen and fifty six games last year. So he was on pace last year yeah. before that stupid injury. Now he's got zero goals in 14 games. Yeah, that's definitely a big concern for sure. And I, I don't think it's just because all of a sudden like, there's something there. Like, he's not that old. He's 30. Mm. I mean, I'm 32, prime of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 I, I think it's honestly something that's really affecting the Canadians in many ways. I mean, like I said, the PK, that speed element, it, it's, it, it really, it, it's really a piece that's missing for the Canadians. And... I, I don't want to just move him for a third round pick or some something like that. Like, would have been forget about him, and it just it just seems so weird. There's got to be something there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think. Well, like, like I said, I mean, I think it's probably like a little nagging injury, maybe that uh, that's affecting him. And if if that's the case, then then definitely I'd 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 hang on to him. Did he come into the season with this injury? I don't know. Did he? Or, or did I don't remember head... exactly what he did in preseason. I don't remember if he was. No, no, I mean, I haven't exactly. He hasn't done anything at all. We don't remember noticing. It's just frustrating because I, I love Paul Byron, and yeah, no, I think he's con- consistently one of the most under underrated Habs uh, for as far as his importance to the team goes. But not this year. It's just been it's been terrible. So I mean, I, I hope he turns it around. But I mean, zero goals in fourteen games, and you just don't notice him. I just don't. And I'm and when I was reading people talking about the, the fight again, and it just mm-hmm. came back to me. Like, I really hope this is not what it is because. 
If it is, I mean, it's such a stupid fucking thing to. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, we, I don't have all the stats in front of me here, but I feel like he he came back from his injury, and I mean, he did didn't look too bad. I mean, it didn't necessarily look as good as he did before the injury, but I think yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he had a couple of goals afterwards. But, all I know is he doesn't look the same at all, and I'm trying to put my finger on it, and I can't figure it out because he's not the type of player you'd think. It's the way he plays. It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, anyways, but so but that I think that's what I'm saying. Who I think might you could use some time maybe out of uh, in the press box if he needs to rest up or, yeah. or whatever. But this is just assuming Paling does well. But I really do think he does. I think Paling is gonna make it make their decision hard for them, and they're not gonna want to send him back down. Yeah, I mean he's definitely shown flashes. I mean maybe not necessarily ex- as good as as we were hoping he was gonna do in Laval, but I I mean definitely you can see that he has the talent. But we never expected Paling to be like this. No, great no, he goal was never. Scorer, no, no, but then sure. he scores three goals and gets a shootout goal in this first game. So now everyone's like, oh my god, Ryan Paling. So like, it's, I think he'll be a great third line center. But then what happens with Cookie Niemi and all that? I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We'll see what uh, what uh, Paling can do first of all, and then uh, I don't know. The Canadians are gonna have to uh, have to figure it out from there. But you know, I mean, they're in a good position though. Yeah, you know, it's oh, a good problem to have. Yeah, uh, definitely. And like, if he can do anything playing next to Byron and Lekkinen the way they've been playing, then like, exactly. Then he's the best player of all time. <laughs> so, anyways, we, we talked about the Bruins already. Uh, then uh, after the Bruins, it's uh, Thursday night uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, so the the Flyers. Let me pull up the standings here. Uh, Flyers are very close to the Canes right now. Uh, they're right below them in Eastern Conference, actually. So fourteen points in thirteen games, uh, f- six wins, five losses. Kind of very similar to uh, to the Canadians, but very strong home uh, home record, four one and one. So definitely not an easy. Uh, easy game there either. No, I mean the Canadians always generally seem to have trouble with the Flyers. Um, so I mean that's going to be a tough game. Obviously, I mean two uh, two of their bigger rivals. Uh, well, not back to back games there, but uh, on Tuesday and Thursday. So uh, and then coming back from uh, coming back home. What do we call home, the Flyers a rival? I would call the Flyers kind of a rival. I mean we've played them in the uh, in the playoffs a couple of times. They've eliminated us. When's the last time we played the Flyers? In the... Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> you mean has like, been a while when they, when they had Michael Layton? Yeah, when they had Michael well, Layton. Well, I do remember that because I was in Philadelphia for the first game and we lost something like six to one. Yeah, and I had f- wonderful Philadelphia fans fans throwing food at me uh, as we were leaving before the end of the game. It was a <laughs> super pleasant experience. Uh, <laughs> but so I guess in, in, I guess everyone could be rivals with Philadelphia just because of their fans. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm over overdoing it a little bit but no I, I don't know I feel like they're uh, they're always one of our rivals we always seem to have good games or like close games with them usually I don't see it no I don't see maybe back in the day when they had like Desjardins you know wow, that's half. really way back in the day though. Yeah, I don't know you, you like to live in the past <laughs> apparently you like to live in the past I don't know maybe I'm missing something hey fans feel free to let us know if the Flyers are somehow one of our rivals and I just have been living <laughs> under a rock for I mean it, to even say it in the same breath as, as the Bruins I mean I don't know I, ha- I have bad memories of losing to them sure I think, I think it's just that sure I mean Ottawa is a much more recent kind of like new rival than uh, yeah than but we, we've beat Ottawa 
right? Did, we beat them a couple of years ago. I think the last time, actually. Yeah, that played. does not make it not a rival. Yeah, we never beat the Flyers, though. Well, at least not like over the last like decade or whatever. Yeah, sure. Maybe. So. But I guess so. I don't know. That's my reasoning. And then on Saturday, <laughs> back at home against the LA Kings. I mean, at home on a Saturday against the LA Kings, that's got to be a must. That's a must win uh, right there. Another big rival. I mean, oh right, oh yeah. <laughs> we bet them in the for, or we for, beat them in the finals yeah, from ninety yeah, in ninety three. Exactly, so. exactly. Huge rival, <laughs> Los Angeles King. That's a rivalry week, basically. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just back to back to back rivals. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, not an easy week uh, by by any means. Uh, but I mean, Saturday should be a win. But then bosses, you, you never know what's going to happen. But uh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think it's going to be like similar to last week. If we can get three out of six points, I think that's not too too bad. Um, if we can get two out of three wins, even better. But uh, yeah, you got to figure that they're good. They have to beat the Kings definitely. I mean, both games against the Bruins and Flyers are going to be tough games, especially against Boston. But uh, I mean, hopefully they can pull out the win uh, against the Flyers, against the Kings, and uh, and hope for the best tomorrow I mean, night. After the Dallas performance, that was kind of uninspiring. Now they're back home against. Arguably the biggest rival. I mean, some people will say the Leafs, some people will say the Bruins. You gotta think they're gonna come out strong tomorrow. But just the Bruins are just so good that you don't know. Like, I feel like the Bruins have been so good for so long. There's, they've been. It's really yeah, annoying. They have been. <laughs> it is pretty annoying. Can they stop? Yeah. It's really Belgium has been like so amazing. I mean, even like Char- mm-hmm. Chara fell off, and back in the day, it used to be when Chara wasn't playing, or if he had a penalty, you were like, he would be a huge hole for them. Yeah. But now they've kind of like. Well, Tuka Rask uh, often struggles against the Canadians, Definitely, yeah. uh, especially in Montreal. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe it'll be him. Maybe it'll be Halak, though. Uh, it'll be interesting. That's the thing. I'm, I'm sure Halak has played against Canadians in Montreal in, in, since he's been in Boston, right? Last year. I don't have the stats uh, in front of me. But yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll see Halak tomorrow. So uh, either way, it's going to be an interesting game. All right. So you, you think he would get two wins out of this? Yeah, I'm gonna go with two wins. I'm gonna say they're they're gonna lose against Philly, but they're gonna beat Boston in uh, in LA. Oh man, I would love that. I'd be happy beating Boston and losing the next two games. I don't care. <laughs> it's all it's always fun to beat Boston. It's the most fun team to beat, uh, especially because like you know Boston fans tend to hate us too. Yeah, uh, Toronto's funner to beat in my opinion. I hate Toronto the most. That's for sure. But like there, there's no real rival. Like there, the there is a rivalry with Toronto, but it's not the same as Boston. We're we'll talking about we haven't faced Toronto in the playoffs. No, that's true. In like in our lifetime. No, still, but I don't know. I just hate Toronto f- fans. But you <laughs> they, lived in Toronto, so you're probably so you're a bit of, bit of a homer, I guess. To, uh, to no, Toronto. but like I, I, <laughs> if anything, when I lived in Toronto, I almost felt pity for Toronto fans because they 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 they, they just seemed so sad. About their team, but now that now it's different though, because now they actually have good players and and oh, you, I don't know if you saw the big thing on Twitter that like Ray Ferraro uh, said that like um, Leon Draisaitl is like easily oh, yeah. better than Austin Matthews and oh my he is. goodness, I mean, he definitely is. Do Leaf fans not like him? Oh, oh sure. so many butthurt Leaf fans. It's a whole, I, I just, <laughs> I'm, I just love scrolling through it, and just like belly laughing, like reading these things, and like obviously he, Drysdale has been amazing the last like oh, he's been ridiculous, like year and a half or whatever. <laughs> I'm, surp- I'm surprised he was he wasn't fired from TSN. For saying that, saying oh, that. because I mean, of the, the, the the Toronto Sports Network, that's, yeah, that's blasphemy. <laughs> blasphemy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I I would say that I hate at this point. I mean, hate's a strong word, but I dislike as a player Austin Matthews more than anyone on the Browns. I think. Yes. Yeah, I used yeah. to hate Chara, but then it was a lot mainly because of the Pacioretty <clears throat> thing, and kind of Pacioretty wasn't 
my favorite towards the end of his tenure in Montreal. Mm. So that nah, Chara's all right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Austin Matt. Yeah, he's probably my most. It was his dumb Austin mustache, Matthews. and then he pulled that stupid shit in the off season too. So it like justifies our, yeah. our feelings that he's like a. Sh- he seems like a, he's shitty, a shitty guy. Person. You know, he doesn't he? He just he seems like he, he he'd be like a douchebag, and then he does stuff like that, and it's like all right. And every, yeah, now every and this year every time you play NHL you gotta see his stupid face. Awesome. <laughs> Last year was PK Subban. I like PK Subban. And a lot of, a lot of Habs fans I know are not big fans of PK Subban now for some reason. And now so last year was PK Subban. Now it's Austin Matthews. I mean it's, it's back to back. Rough few who's years. Who's gonna be for, next uh, year? Like yeah, who 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 would be the next most kind of like controversial hated like? No, maybe Chara. Maybe Chara. Like yeah. that would never happen. No, probably not. I think there's more reason to dislike. Oh, probably like Lucic or Marshawn. Lucic, yeah, Marshawn, Marshawn. They would never put Marshawn's rat face on the cover of a video game. Though, come on, imagine (laughs) who would buy that? Well, people bought bought Matthews on the cover. Oh yeah, because like Leaf fans are like insanely in love with Matthews. I'm sure there's Leafs fans that don't even play NHL that bought the fucking game. Like it's it's ridiculous. But anyway, I don't know why we're talking about the Leafs so much. Not even playing the Leafs this month. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I think I think two wins. Uh, tomorrow's gonna be tough. It's gonna be very tough. To, it's always a good game though. But then Philly and uh, LA, I, I'd love to see two wins out of that. Just, just the way they've been playing, I think they can get two wins out at the very least. One. Yeah, tomorrow's game is at seven thirty. I thought every game was at seven now. That's true. Eh? Yeah, that's uh, it's a little weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they, well, uh, the Canadians so far this season. I mean, they seem to. To be able to, you know, to when when they're playing a big game like a, like against Toronto yeah. or you know against against other rivals, <coughs> like they play up, they seem it, to yeah. step up. Not <coughs> one second, Dustin's dying. Yeah, quick I'm dying here. over here. But um, yeah, so I mean, hopefully they'll be able to do the same thing against Boston. I mean, obviously they didn't use too much emotion against Dallas, so yeah. But I mean, I mean they were hungover from their Vegas win. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna go with. So anyways, moving on from the road trip. Uh, some news here. Brendan Gallagher wins the Molson Cup. For uh, for that's not not too much of a surprise, I don't think. I mean, I would if I were to guess, like without looking at the stats, I would have guessed Drouin. Uh, they're, they're not saying. I, I don't feel like looking up like the who won what like when, but they're saying Drouin and Armier are the two that were behind him. So, but uh, I mean, it makes sense because Gallagher. It's almost at the point where. Like if he could get it every every month, then I'd be like, yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's just what I expect. It's like one of those things where we almost underrate him and underappreciate him because we just assume he's gonna play one hundred and fifty percent every single game, mm-hmm. and he's gonna he's gonna get the job done when it's when it matters. And he's he must have been the most constant. Uh, oh yeah, him yeah, and yeah, Price definitely, obviously definitely. But. Over the um, last few years, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there's well, definitely been a couple of, uh, I mean, there was some a couple of good choices. Um, yeah, Dwayne would have been my guess for the first. Yeah, month Dwayne. Yeah. I mean, Army has definitely had a had a hell of a first month. Yeah, as he well. missed a couple of games, though. <clears throat> that's true. That's that might have been what hurt him. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, definitely Gallagher, the boy, both, uh, you know, either or would have been a great pick. And I mean, for those who don't know, it's it's based on the the, the three three stars uh, of the game. So I mean, it doesn't say everything, but it's it's a good like kind of reminder of who had, had the best the best months yeah. for uh for 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 the Canadians, and it's just that just the fact that like so if you didn't know before they announced it and you didn't look it up, would you have guessed Gallagher? Or would you... I probably would have guessed Gallagher. Really, over Dwayne? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Dwayne's been so like everyone's been talking about Dwayne's been so amazing and all that. 
Yeah, but Gallagher is just constant, consistent, yeah. right? I mean, Drouet, I think, has had a couple of two-goal games, too. Yeah. So. What's your point? Well, I mean, well, I don't know. Well, if every time you score, you t- well, no, I guess you don't get a, a star every time you score, but I mean, it helps. Yeah. But just the fact that Gallagher scores those big goals <laughs> is a big reason why. Yeah, well, he always yeah. seems to get like the first goal too, and the game-winning goal, yeah, yeah or the exactly. game-tying goal. Yeah. No, so yeah, that makes sense. All right. makes I mean, sense. we're always and the Molson Cup doesn't really mean mean much. Uh, honestly, I'm sure the players really don't, don't care about it uh, <laughs> at all. Care. But it, it's more of an indication. It's an easy way for us to talk about who had a good month. Uh, but I must be rare because the top three Gallagher, Drouin, Armia, to have no price in the top three, that must not happen That's very true. often. No, for sure. No, I feel like uh, most seasons, uh, price wins it pretty much every single month. But And not to say that Price has had a bad start to the year, but he hasn't had a particularly great start no. to the year either. No, that's for sure. He definitely hasn't had a ten point five million dollars start to the season. Yes, but, I definitely uh, agree he has. He has been good, but he hasn't necessarily stolen. I think he's been fine. Games. But if yeah. the Canadians are going to be like where the, we want them to be, Price has to be. He's going to be. Yeah, he's definitely going to have to be better if the Canadians want to make the playoffs. He has to be one of the best players in the NHL. Yeah. That, that's that, that is that uh, it is what it is. Like right now, if you just look at his stats, two point six four goals against average and. 0.915 uh, save percentage, which is that not that far off not his too bad. his career averages, <clears throat> but I'd, I'd love to see his save percentage closer to 920 at the very least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, if the Canadians are going to make the playoffs, he's definitely going to have to steal a couple of games yeah. for them, which I don't really think he's done too much of this season. That, uh, I really can't like. Definitely there's not, not one game that comes to mind really. Uh, games that are like, just if like a game that comes back to me a lot is that Toronto game that they ended up winning uh, in overtime or in the shootout, mm-hmm. where at the end of the game he shut it down completely, but he still allowed yeah. five goals. Five goals. Yeah, that that's game, true. Right. That's so, true. so th- there's been moments where Price has looked like like the best goaltender in the world. But we haven't had that. We haven't seen that consistency yet, and uh, I mean, that's the thing. He hasn't been bad. He hasn't been great. He's been he's been fine. Mm-hmm. But he needs to be better than fine. No, definitely, yeah. definitely. And uh, I mean, hope hopefully he'll be able to pick it up. Uh, you know, get a little bit more on track here in November. I mean, the Canadians are. Not in the playoffs right now. They're just sort of on the. They're exactly the where they were at in. the end last year, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, basically where we where we thought they might be, but definitely I mean if they want to take the next step, he he's going to have to be uh, a little bit better and and hopefully steal a couple of games for the Canadians. And spoilers: Tampa Bay is going to make the playoffs. They're currently out of the playoff spot. No, I don't think that's going to stay that way. We'll see. Oh, you, you think Tampa we'll Bay is going to make the playoffs? I'm, I'm not. I'm not too sure. I think they're having maybe a bit of a. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure Buffalo is going to fall out, like they did last season. I don't know. They've got to be good eventually. Just, just switch Buffalo and Tampa Bay, and then and there you go. I don't know. Uh, I think I think what might happen the, the the way the Canadians make the the playoffs this year, uh, there needs to be five teams from the Atlantic to make it. Even then, they could still not make yeah. it. No, that, you're probably right. But uh, no, I definitely don't see a team. Backstopped by Carter Hutt and making the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's what I always forget about about <laughs> Buffalo. I do think they don't have a bad team, but the the, the goaltending is pretty pretty atrocious. Yeah, I'll give you that. All right, so I mean, moving on then. Let's talk about the Rocket. We talked about Kaden Prino a little quickly there, but Rocket actually playing yeah. amazing. They're actually in a playoff spot for Ooh. maybe the first time ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean they're on a four game winning streak right now. We were at the game on Friday. Hell of a game. A uh, hell, hell of a game against Hartford for me. I, I went to see like a handful of games last year. It's like the uh, second game this year. 
It definitely the best Rocket game I've seen. Yeah, it was it was such a good game, and Caden Primo such a joy to watch. He's he's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, amazing numbers so far for uh, for the Rocket, uh, and doing this at twenty years old. I mean, he's. It's, it's amazing what he's doing right now. I mean, he looks so calm and composed in the nets all the time. Not not really giving up any bad goals. I mean, always always keeping the rocket in, in close games. That's the thing. He seems so controlled. Like, at no point did I f- ever feel kind of worried nope. about about him. Like, he, he gave he, – he showed me shades of, of, of Carey Price. And, and like, would you say at 20, year old, 20 years old, Price looked this good? I mean, I didn't see uh, see him a whole lot when he was playing in Hamilton, but <laughs> but I mean, Wait. definitely, I mean, shades shades of that. I mean, uh, the same you know? like calm and collected. Well, demeanor, exactly, you know? exactly the same sort of thing. I mean, uh, you know, it, it seemed like pretty much very very similar to Price for sure. I mean, you know, both played at the, played in the World Juniors, had great great years in the World Juniors. Um, I mean, he's he's having a great first year in the AHL. I mean, uh, Carey Price, of course, started in the playoffs. I think he was actually nineteen. When he first played with uh, with the Hamilton Bulldogs and won the uh, the Calder Cup there, yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, Caden Primo can do the same thing. I mean, but he's off to off to a hell of a start. And like at this point, can we just ha- ha- just let him play as a starter? I mean, Lindgren has looked uh, looked a little bit better the last couple of games for sure. Um, even even though he has given up quite a few goals, I mean, the defense has been a little suspect in some of the games. Um, but uh, but my thing is if if this league is about yeah, building no, players for the future. <clears throat> no disrespect to Lindgren, but I don't give a shit about Lindgren at <laughs> this point. Like, I don't think he's ever going to amount to anything for the Montreal Canadiens organization. No. So, no, I, I, I the, the the biggest question mark for Caden Primo still, despite of how great he's looked consistently, is how can he do with a full game load, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, so, I mean yeah, that's that's definitely going to be a big question mark as the season moves on. And I know with the AHL, the schedule is weird yeah. and like, well, that's, it's that's going to happen. The factors, but still, sure. I want him to see the bulk of the games. And, I mean, another big thing, of course, the the next goaltender in line, Michael McNiven, back-to-back shutouts in the ECHL. Yeah, yeah I saw that. I saw that. So 128-minute shutout streak. So can we just... so. Get rid yeah, of wouldn't mind, yeah, wouldn't mind seeing McNiven come back up for sure. I mean, uh, he's doing pretty good. And like, I don't need to get anything from Lindgren for Lindgren. No, no, uh, just yeah, like just. But I mean, I think let, I think the, the one thing too is that obviously they have big hopes, high hopes for this season in Laval, and they probably want to keep the veteran guy, the guy that's played in the playoffs before in the AHL. I think maybe that's part of the reason that they that they are keeping Lindgren around. Now, obviously, Caden Primo has a nine four one save percentage. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> it's insane. But he, at this point, has played one less game than Charlie Lindgren. Like they're really splitting the. Yeah, the they're size. literally playing yeah. playing one each. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be tough though. They, I mean, they just lost Paling, of course. Uh, they also. I mean, that's going to happen. That's the reality. yeah. Well, no, every AHL course. team goes through that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they're also dealing with a couple of injuries as well. I mean, uh, well, who was expected to be one of, if they're not their top scorer, Phil Veroni, uh, oh, yeah. is injured. Looks like pretty out for the year, pretty much, right? Yeah, looks looks pretty serious. I well, actually saw him at the game on on Friday, um, in a knee brace. So it's uh, definitely not a good not a good look for him. Hopefully, I mean, maybe he'll be able to come back near the end of the season. Don't yeah. want to make any assumptions, but. Uh, 
yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll be able to come back at some point this season. But the Rocket, I mean, uh, they're off to they're playing pretty pretty good, pretty good. I mean, they're four not wins off in a row. to anything anymore. We're past well, the yeah, end of the I, mean, season. I guess not. They were off to a bad start. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Now they're bouncing back. But yeah, it's, it's it's good to see. First of all, it's fun. To, it's fun to go to Rocket game. Like uh, we we always say, we highly recommend going. Uh, it's, it's it's so much cheaper than going to the Habs games, not, and not just the actual. Uh, the ticket. actual tickets and everything, but the concessions are way cheaper. Yeah. I won a $50 gift card uh, last time. I won a $25 gift uh, gift card. There you go. So <laughs> we're both uh, on the over right now as far as uh, how much money. I mean, the gift card is for the bar attached to the to the arena, but yeah, I'm going to go there eventually anyway. There right? you go. So, I mean, it, it, it's it's really a good time. So we, 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 we recommend it. And we're going to, I think, two games in a row in two weeks, right? So yeah, we're fun. going on the 15th and the 16th. So, uh, yeah, two more, uh, two more exciting games. I hope Caden Primo plays both of them. He won't. Then. Probably won't. I know he won't. <laughs> He'll play at least one. But that, so uh, then, who else though? Like, if you're an ex are you a little bit bothered? Well, I mean, that Paling got the call up. That is one thing too. I mean, uh, you know, Paling, I believe, was fourth in scoring at that point. He only, yeah. uh, only has five you know, points. Has, in yeah, five games, points yeah. in thirteen games. So I mean, certainly not lighting the league uh, on fire by any means. Well, not no one really is on the yeah, on no, the rocket. I mean, they're. Aren't scoring at the pace that uh, that we would have hoped. Yeah, it's not like Biz is killing. It. Like he's got nine points in, in thirteen yeah. games, which makes him the top scorer. But that's not like phenomenal. Or no, anything. it's not not crazy. I mean, he has been the best player for the Rocket. I would say Hudon has actually looked pretty good. Uh, I don't think we'll see Hudon back with the Canadians anytime no, that's, soon. That's though, that's done. Yeah. But uh, well, I mean, I, I think Paling makes sense. If Kukaniemi going down, they wanted you know to give Paling a shot at center. Yeah. Belzil is more of a winger. Uh, but uh, I definitely think Belzil. I hope Belzil will get a shot at some point this season. At just this to... point, do you think Belzil would do more than Lekkinen does for us? And Lekkinen is good defensively. That's that's the thing. I mean, he's not going to score a bunch of goals for you. But uh, I mean, Belzil. I mean, I wouldn't if if you if there was an injury to Wheel or Lekkinen or Byron or Cousins. You know, someone that's playing on the fourth line. Yeah. I definitely love to see him get a call up. So, but you you still agree with uh, the Paling? Yeah, I think yeah. I mean, just to give him a shot, see what he can do in the NHL. Hopefully, you know, if he does end up getting sent back down, maybe that motivates him a little. You know, the call up, seeing, uh, seeing, getting a little bit more of a taste for the NHL, and then hopefully, uh, hopefully, he can get on a on a good uh, on a good streak. And Udomo seems to be having not, like he had two goals at the end of the the game against the Marlies. So he's actually not doing that bad lately. It looks like he had another two point performance. If you yeah. Uh, but like you said, I don't think he'll ever play. But you, you, you gotta hope that eventually they'll find another spot for him. Yeah, maybe maybe build that trade value. Uh, and I mean, if not, he's def especially with Veroni going down now. Hudon's gonna be uh, an important piece of the Rocket. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'd see that's the thing. I'd, I'd be fine with keeping Hudon just yeah. to be as part of the Rocket. Does he want that? You know, no. he probably still <laughs> thinks he he can he can make it in the NHL. And if that's not gonna be with Montreal, I'm sure he'd rather just get moved somewhere else. But uh, yeah, I mean, exciting. I mean, it's, I, I really hope they make the playoffs this year. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. The, well, the they're, they're looking pretty good right now. They're in third uh, in their division, uh, so they have to finish top four in their division um, to make the playoffs. There's no wild cards or anything in the AHL. They are fifth in their division, tied with the Cleveland Monsters. Oh really? Oh well, they were third. Oh, uh, I'm assuming the other teams have played. <clears throat> going yeah. On here, well, okay. Right? Well, so they're back. They fell, <laughs> fell down out of the playoffs now. And but. they also have played more games than anyone else in their division. Yeah. But uh, I mean, those four wins definitely going to help them out, and, uh, and hopefully. Well, yeah, that's the that thing. Going. Yeah, they're 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 four zero and and one on this current streak right now. Yeah. So they had a really rough start to the year, and now they're playing more like the team. 
we're, we were hoping they could be going into this year. Yeah. And it makes sense because like, there's a lot of new pieces. I, obviously, like, I, I mentioned it before, every team has a lot of new pieces, but maybe now they're finally trying to find some cohesiveness and, mm-hmm. you know, with Caden Primo playing the way he is. I mean, Yeah, they definitely looked a lot better. Um, I mean, uh, we, we saw them play earlier on in the season. We saw them play. I, I saw them play their first two games of the season. They didn't look uh, didn't look that great, but, I mean, the last game that we saw on yeah. Friday, they definitely looked great. I mean, they – I mean, they just came off wins against the best teams in the other division um, in their conference. I mean, uh, they handed Hartford their first regulation loss and then beat them again a second time. A big win against Providence as well, and then and then beat Toronto on Saturday. And like for the, for example, the, the game we were at on Friday, it was uh, the goal. The other goal, they had a great game. Yep. I, yeah, I forget yeah, what, yeah. who it was, but he had a, he had a fantastic game, and it's not like Primo stole that game. He played a very solid game, but yeah. I mean it was, it was just a good goalie matchup. Yeah, that was a great game, definitely by uh, by the goaltender for uh, for the Wolfpack, Adam Huska. I mean they have two amazing goaltenders, um, Igor Shishorkin, who's the, who was the AHL goalie of the uh, goalie of the month last month, um, coming over from Russia, and Adam Huska is a pretty pretty solid backup himself. Oh, and the Marlies have a seven oh two and one record too, so like. Yeah, they, they mean, beat they, a they beat a couple of really yeah, solid they, teams. They didn't I didn't realize how good Mar- yeah. yeah, so yeah. That, that that's that's definitely a good sign. That's definitely a good sign, and it's just as much as we don't care that much if uh, they win or or lose when it comes to the AHL team, it just creates a culture of winning within the organization. And I do think it's important in that sense. So, and I'm I'm happy to see that it's turning around. Yeah, it's just it's just more fun to go to the games. I mean. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. They got two big games uh, this week against the Cleveland Monsters again on Friday and Saturday um, in Cleveland. But uh, it'll be those are going to be two big games too. If I mean, if they can win both of them, they'll be uh, right in a playoff spot. Yeah, that that's huge, right? Because Cleveland and Laval are, are like neck and neck right now for the yeah. last playoff spot. So those are those those are those are huge games for sure. Uh, so then moving on from the Rocket prospects, I mean. Well, Coffin's still scoring goals. Is there anything yeah, else? Yeah, still scoring on? goals. I mean, obviously, Caden Primo, again, he's he's killing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from that, having some good seasons from Samuel Hood, he is uh, he's part of the uh, Team CHL that's playing tonight. Um, again, or a team, a team Q, QMJHL playing against uh, the Russian team. Uh, Cam Hillis uh, is having a great year as well. Norlinder, of course, we've, we've talked about him many times. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I mean, aside from that, yeah, just Hillis and Hood, uh, Hood to mention. And then Caulfield obviously is, is tearing it up as well. Brett Stapley, a, t- a seventh rounder in 2018, is uh, is off to a great start as well. He's a point per game. Just had a had a had a big game on Saturday. Beautiful shorthanded goal as well. Um, so a lot of prospects are are looking pretty good. All right. I mean, all I heard there is Cole Caulfield's the best goal scorer of all time. So I mean. <laughs> he's off to a hell of a start. <laughs> I can't wait to see him in the Habs jersey. I mean, it's just uh, uh, although there was a picture I saw on Twitter of him, and he was with his he had this giant stuffed teddy bear with him, and he was asking like what he should name it or whatever. And and I mean, I don't care about his size that much, but oh my god, he looked like a child in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy. That despite that, like we all know that in the, uh, in the in the college level, he's playing with like. With men, like yeah, it's, it's, he's, he's not just guys. playing with other eighteen-year-olds, yeah, like twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three years yeah. old, and so and it doesn't seem to bother him. So I don't, I don't think it'll be an issue. And then we got the ultimate under undersized players to show him the wings here in, in Gallagher. So I can't, can't wait to see him the with the, the house. No, definitely. We're getting closer and closer to the World Junior Championship. So uh, looking forward to see him play there, and uh, along with a slew of other Canadian prospects. All right, so that covers it then for today. Um, 
as always, follow us at the Hobbs Forum on Twitter. I think I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the podcast, but I mean, it's the same as uh, our name uh, of the podcast. So I hope That's you know. Right. So yeah, follow Twitter. us on Twitter at the Habs Forum. Uh, join us on Facebook as well. Like our page. And again, guys, if ever you want us to talk about anything or uh, or uh, have any questions, send us uh, send us a message, and we'll be glad to talk to you guys. So. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, thanks for listening.